the Weed of Time presents High History. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we smoke weed unless there is great need, and then doctor's advice do we heed. <laughs> I'm the Shame of Tarvalon, and I am here with my co-hosts Dang and Nospo, and we are here to talk to you about the Wheel of Time. Uh, I just realized right as I was starting that intro that my computer is in a dumbass place for reading this, <laughs> so I moved it partway through. Hope I didn't bump the cord. I think I might have. I'm the Shame of Tarvalon. Um... <laughs> I'm here with my co-host, Stang and Ospo, and we're here to talk to you about the Wheel of Time. Uh, this is now an all-spoiler podcast, so if you haven't finished the fucking Wheel of Time, that means you should leave, uh, because onwards and upwards with the spoilers. No spoilers, let's go. Okay, so, um, and this one's a painful one, so you better get the fuck out. Um, Min once said to Swan, um, if he stays close to you, you live. If he gets too far away... For too long, you were both you were going to die, both of you, referring to Gareth Bryn, and she's correct. They both die, for that reason, because they assumed it had already been fulfilled. That was dumb of them. It yeah. was <laughs> fatally dumb of them. Dang! Did we smoke Cold Creek? Oh yeah, we smoked Cold Creek. Was it still twenty point nine? It's the same ass canister and everything. In the Amazing. Last episode. So we smoked Redican Cold Creek Kush. It's a sativa dominant hybrid. It was 20.9% THC, and I have that written down from last episode. It's the Budweiser of weeds, and that is why we smoke it. (laughs) (laughs) It's cheap, 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 cheap. No smoke. Um, I smoked Redican Wappa. Fuck Wappa! Which I believe is a hybrid, but I could be wrong. It's an indica dominant hybrid Mm -hmm. is what it is, like all good weeds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's true. But I have no idea what percentage it's at, and it's too small to read, so I will provide you with that info at the end. It's WAPA, I guarantee it's like 22%. percent mm-hmm. That's just the way life be sometimes. Alright, how many bowls do we smoke, dang? We smoked an entire grinder full, is what I know. Okay, <laughs> I gotta erase some shit then. Actually, let, let, me, uh, let me rephrase that. We smoked slightly more than a grinder full. I'm say I'm not changing it. No spoil. How many bowls did you smoke? I think like a bowl and a bit, a bowl and a quarter. And she ate blueberries like a fucking animal. <laughs> she I did. did. <laughs> uh, we used our moose piece, our our, our moose, moose labs, <laughs> our moose lab mouthpieces, our moose pieces. Yes, um, because we don't like the sediment. <laughs> the sediment. Um, Dang and I smoked out of our 16-inch glass beaker bong. Which is getting pretty dank. I'm going to have to clean it. It's a little bit opaque now, and it's glass. <laughs> it's clear glass that's opaque. It's a little cloudy, for sure. It's a little <laughs> dankosaurus. 
<laughs> um, so, instead of an impression section, I have some disappointing news to share. What? <laughs> it's not very disappointing, but like, probably for listeners, maybe. Man, I just remembered what the impression section was, because when you said it, I was like... We've never done impressions on the show before, have we? <laughs> impressions of... She gave me no time. time to workshop my Smiggle impression before springing this on me. Like, I was hurt and offended. I realize you just mean when we talk about while we smoke. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's up? <laughs> I also smoked out of my Cali Kagobong. Oh, I forgot to say it. Oh, oh, it's because you weren't here for the last high history and that's okay. what I copied. Oh my gosh. <laughs> most grievous error <laughs> isn't that just I just looked over mud on my face saw the shame and dig and I was like ooh the, the keeper of the chronicles has uh, she's Aired. gotten toe <laughs> I have a crude toe I have um <laughs> I gotta open a previous episode or something oh god oh shit I had opened like five tabs <laughs> to get back to a previous episode that had the right shit. Um, yeah, but anyways, Dang and I are gonna try to have a baby. <laughs> um, we're just we're just going in raw uh, for this, which means that I have to stop smoking weed. Why'd you uh, have to freeze it? Baby? <laughs> I'm we'll call that a Freudian slip. <laughs> I think Dang and I just kind of looked at it like, yes, that is exactly what's happening, but like, <laughs> I don't know if that's the phrasing that was intended. <laughs> Didn't even think about that. C- congratulations on your uh, illuminating look into our personal lives, listeners. <laughs> I coughed too hard and now I'm seeing fireflies everywhere. Oh no. But yeah, this is the last regular episode where I'll be smoking weed. I'm going to try my best to not be an uptight asshole. Because that's who I am the majority of the rest of the time. <laughs> but we're going to make it worth it because this is a sick-ass episode we're doing. We are. And I'm high for this one. Uh, oh, we have like various Oreos and Nospo has some chips. I do. After my blueberries. I'm just sitting here raw dog in the episode, water only. <laughs> <laughs> if this had an episode title, I'd call it raw dogging. <laughs> 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 no, instead it's just the torture forsaken. Zagarog! <laughs> let, let, let's raw dog the sadist one. I really like the uh, template, by the way. That's just <laughs> wonderful. Thank you. I'm trying to figure out where it would best be to put it. I can control it with my mouse, so wherever you can see it. Dang. I can see it just fine from here. We have a new slideshow template we've been using for these episodes, so if you're our patron, our patron you should check those out, because they're really fun. Um, But yeah, we're using these to guide our high histories. We did it for Masana. Should be chill. Did we do it for one other? Or is Masana our first one back? Masana was our first one. God, it feels like we've done 12 lately. Oh, God. I know we've only done one, but it feels like we've done 12. <laughs> and we traded off prep. We did, too. Shit. Okay. All right. So, we're, we're high history Semi-Rog. Semi-Rog, one of the Forsaken, born in the Age of Legends. We'll <laughs> talk about when she dies. So, Semi-Rog's name... Um, in the old tongue, it means the promise of pain itself, or one who embodies the promise of pain. Oh, well, that's just on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I could get remember, me- except for Lanfear, all of them were given their names by the masses. <laughs> the people chose that nickname. Yeah, fair. That's just what they called her. 
I, I, I'd almost wow. like to get a little semantic about the way this has been written out, you mm-hmm. know? But, like, I suppose it's supposed to sound tough, and it does, you know? Mm-hmm. It is a little, it doesn't flow right with starting and ending with the promise of pain. No, no, no. and, like... <coughs> In the actual definition, it also says comma of first... Uh, forsaken, and I'm like, yeah, well, obviously, I don't need to include that. <laughs> the, the Companion's a good book. Oh, cough, cough. Oh, we didn't bring either of the books to the table. We're, no. we're not on our shit today. We're raw dogging this episode. Let's go. <laughs> that's the spoiler that's gotten everyone. They're like, damn, Semi Rock is a forsaken shit. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have guessed. So, Semi Rock was born in the Age of Legends, as all of the Forsaken were. So this is before the world broke. Um, so again, Age of Legends, we don't know when it started. We do know it ended at the breaking. Mm-hmm. We don't have specific details as to how long it went on before that. Because everything broke and there was no records. Um, I have like a vague memory from the book and I'm not sure if it's right or not. Mm-hmm. Is sometimes the age before that called some shit like the Age of Power or something? The First Age. The First Age. Isn't it called? Or the Forgotten Age of Power, maybe? Maybe. Because mm. it can't be that the Age of right. Legends because that's... Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a name for the First Age. We just don't know when the The War the of Power? Are you thinking of the War of Power? Maybe. Other name for the War of Shadow. I could be. I don't remember. I'm high. Valid. Super <laughs> Sorry, legit. Let, let's 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 continue. Anyway, what ha- what did she do in the Age of Legends? <laughs> so, Age of Legends, Second Age. Da, da, da. Um, so she was a three name bitch. <laughs> no, do you have information? I do. Yes. Um, I think, dang, what you're referring to is the War of Power, yeah, which is the conflict that marked the beginning of the end of the Age of Legends. So, like, the very which we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, before the boar is opened. Semirog was named Nimin, Demandar, Boan, three name bitch, which means she's fancy. Do you know about three names versus two names? No. You haven't done a lot of high histories with this. So Mm-mm. ask any questions that you have, because we're we're kind of going off some base knowledge for Okay, yeah. So for like, everyone. Two name versus three name bitch. Three name was an honorific. You did something awesome. You were really cool. You deserved it. Oh. So if you were a two name bitch, that meant that you were like had not been recognized as that. Fair enough. Landfear, two name bitch. <laughs> and she never and forgot. Masana, <laughs> too, right? Masana as well, yeah. Because she wasn't very good at anything. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, follow up? Exact it, teaching. It's kind of like when we started the podcast and my name was Dangust Khan, and since then I've earned the third name, the honorific motherfucker. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Dangus motherfucker Khan. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. Anyway, the, she was a three name bitch. So, three name bitch, fancy. This was because she was a world-famous healer that could heal anything else that anybody else had ever tried to heal and failed at healing. She could heal or heal anything that was not death. <laughs> anything. She that was, was called a restorer. That was her job. So she could have cured the taint at any time and just didn't? The taint didn't exist yet. No, but oh, like after. afterwards. She could have like cured madness, right, then, theoretically? Yeah, but I don't know how many of those dudes she would have interacted with. No, and I don't think she would have wanted to, but it's just a little mean that she chose not to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Well, as we're about to talk about, she was a fucking sadist. <laughs> <laughs> Does that include um, healing or gentling? Or I can't remember the term they call it in that age. Severing? Mm-hmm. Severing. Severing was a legal process that people would not restore if it had occurred. 
Oh, fair enough. Because it was a punishment for something. Mm -hmm. So like... Oh. When you accidentally burn yourself out, that's slightly different. Mm -hmm. So the way I imagine it that I find helps, stilling or gentling is like there's a cord. The cord connects you to the power. Mm -hmm. It gets cut. Burning out, that cord is burnt. It's gone. Mm Mm-hmm. So stilling, gentling can be repaired. Burning yourself out, I don't think can. Okay. No, that makes a lot more sense. Totally legit. So Semirog was a sadist. Um, <laughs> even when she was a healer, she was the best healer in the fucking world. And she was actually torturing people while healing them at the same time. Yeah. And I want to know what she was doing. Like, She would exact a price of pain. So she'd just do some shit to make them hurt, but wouldn't leave any evidence. But they were like, I was going to die. So like, yeah, sure. Whatever. It hurt. Like, imagine using the power to make them feel like the bottoms of their feet are on fire or Ooh. some shit while you heal them or mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I imagine. And that was only the people that she felt deserved to live. Uh, if she felt that somebody deserved to die, so somebody, it was someone that society could do without as she believed, mm-hmm. she would torture and eventually kill them instead of healing them. Oh, Jesus. But it would be like things that were with the power because we know like we had some examples of her torturing people. Mm-hmm. So it would have been less advanced mm-hmm. than that time, but it would have probably been like same sort of thing where you're stimulating nerves and shit. Uh, kind of side thing. I think two things that are kind of weird with how common they are mm-hmm. is in fiction, the use of a character who is a healer that also hurts people. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <coughs> I, I think it's, it's almost, like a fucked up doctor. I think it's almost like a cliche, like the, yeah. the insane doctor, the mm-hmm. cruel doctor, but also the nurse who will put down old people in the mm-hmm. extended care home or yeah. some shit. Angel of death shit. The angel of death shit. I feel like that's a pretty massive cliche at this point. So it shouldn't yeah. be surprising that it works itself into some American yeah. fantasy. Mm-hmm. But also like how much we've found out it's also real uh-huh. in real life. Like yes. I feel like here in Canada, we just recently like closed a case on mm-hmm. a nursing a, home, a, a nursing home a staff member who's been yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucked up that it's not just common in books. <laughs> and it's upsetting. That's fair. Semirog upsets me. Continue, sorry. Nope. That's, that's the theme of the episode. Semirog upsets me. <laughs> so she was going around healing people and torturing people. And lo and behold, some bit or two-name bitch, Lanfear over there, opens the fucking boar. <laughs> Blows up the major research center of your time. Her and like one other dude survive. Actually, it might just be her, which was so fortuitous. <laughs> um, Boar is opened. So the Dark One is touching the world through like a little itty bitty finger hole, like just barely there. But He's like, got a glory hole into the world. He's got a glory hole into the world. So he starts going evil, evil, evil. Semirog was evil before evil could touch the world. <laughs> Hear me out. Could we say that the Dark One is raw dog in the world through that glory hole? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. Okay, but Semirog was a bad person before people were bad people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty rough. There was no outside influence. It was just your own shit. You start to see why she's one of the more legendary Forsaken. Mm-hmm. You know, like, one of the scary names. Yeah, exactly. Promise of pain itself. <laughs> <laughs> so the boar was opened, and then, uh-oh, uh, she gets caught for torturing people. So, <laughs> so the Hall of Servants kind of discovered what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, so we've got this fucking stick. 
You can swear that you'll never hurt anybody ever again on the stick, which was now the oath rod for us. (laughs) But at the time was the the stick. Just a a casual (laughs) stick. (laughs) It was the oath rod. It had a different name, the binding rod or something. Wielding an oaken branch as an oath rod. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Love it. Um... And she so had- she could do that or they would steal her. And she said, there's a third choice. And what? Too shy tan. <laughs> what if I just defect to the bad guys? <laughs> We're allowed to be evil over there. Mm-hmm. She, so really- she-, <laughs> she really just went with her heart. <laughs> Listen to your heart. <laughs> I also want y'all to imagine. So, okay, something I've seen people remark about online since the beginning of the COVID pandemic mm-hmm. is how like you kind of still just go about your regular ass everyday shit even when earth shattering historical moments happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen references to like journals people had during the first world war and shit where it's oh. like oh yeah war is over flu broke out today everyone's gonna die went Teenage and got groceries you know like, like the man that walked day the man walked on the moon and it's like a whole paragraph about this dramatic shit at the mall and like man walked on moon yeah <laughs> yeah so i just gotta imagine semi rogs diary for the for the week when the boar was opened it would just be like someone raw dogged a hole out into the evil void <laughs> world is ending and then, like, six paragraphs on how those assholes at work won't let her do her job the way she wants to, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to make me swear on a stick or something? God, they're yeah. so uncool. So she she went to Shia Ghoul and s- developed a lifelong hatred of her co-workers, otherwise known as Aes Sedai, that she did carry into the Third Age. <laughs> yes. Uh, and she was one of the first Forsaken to swear to the Shadow, uh, because she was obviously evil before the Shadow emerged. She's like, fuck yeah, this is my team. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so that kind of happened leading into the Collapse. Mm-hmm. So the Collapse is kind of went from when the Boar opens to the War of Shadow, or War of Power. So because she was a huge public figure at the time, it actually caused like a huge fucking thing like Grendel did Mm -hmm. when she's like, yeah, actually, I proclaim myself to the dark one. And people are like, fuck. (laughs) That has to have been such a fucked thing to have witnessed or just like learned. It'd be like Oprah coming out in favor of Satan. (laughs) Oprah's like, I think our infernal underlord, Lucifer, (laughs) should liberate humanity. (laughs) In, in a war and Beyonce. cataclysm. <laughs> Beyonce. That's, that's Grendel, Beyonce. She, I, thought, I thought she was evil Marie Kondo. Yeah, but then she went all sexy at the end. Fuck yeah, okay. So if Marie Kondo had Beyonce energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she did that. And she she hated her former co-workers who worked at the Hall of Servants. So when any of them ever got captured, she would torture them until they would publicly profess themselves to the shadow uh, in front of everybody. <laughs> She's a conversion expert. Yeah. So, yeah, and she did that without compulsion, just with torture. Oh. She believed oh. it worked better than compulsion. Oh. I would or she just probably liked, did. She probably just liked hers better, you know? Fair. 
well, this one works, but this one works and allows me to torture people, so... This one gets my rocks off! Done! (laughs) (laughs) So she, um, those people she tortured, some of them were convinced to come back to the side of the light eventually after, like, grandiose therapy. Oh, shit. Uh, but all of them were, like, deathly afraid of Semirog until the end of their days. Understandably. But very few of the people she did that to ever stop swearing to the shadow. Imagine just like you're working at a school mm-hmm. and you just hate your colleagues that much, so much. <laughs> you're just like, I'm going to torture them and then make them bad people forever. Yeah, think about this. <laughs> you then go on to govern massive territories in the war of evil. You get put down for a 3,000 year nap. And when you wake up, you're still mad at your co-workers. Like, <laughs> oh, that bitch Brenda. Like... <laughs> The entire staff has retired, died, and been replaced by multiple uh, generations of new staff. And you're like, fuck them! The continent you used to work on no longer exists, and the earth looks different. And you're like, fucking Karen, I will kill you! Karen is cat's way. (laughs) So, uh, as briefly mentioned, she was a governor. Of conquered territories, so places mm-hmm. that were taken over by the shadow, and some of the general atrocities that occurred in this that I'm saying for no spell. Um, people we herded are rounded up and kill, or rounded up and fed to Trollocs and Murdral. Classic. Um, there would be like schools for the shadow, things like that. Masana's children existed in like all of the territories, which mm-hmm. were like. Nazi, uh, what are they called? Nazi youth. Hitler youth? Hitler youth. youth, um, And they'd like conduct trials and executions and Mm -hmm. shit in the streets. Ooh, that's (laughs) like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah, it was not so good. And in Semirocks, hers, she wanted to find out exactly how to hurt people. Because she had always had to be subtle before and she didn't have to be subtle now. (laughs) And she had all of these people. So she'd just like grab them and be like, let me find out what I can do. With you. (laughs) How can I hurt you? So she she used to say that the only way somebody could escape her was by dying. And she was very good about not letting that happen. Um, And then Catswain just spanks her and that's just, you know. (laughs) Very cool. She's got her image. (laughs) She's got her reputation. Her name literally means the promise of pain itself. Like, she's gotta... Or one embodying the promise of pain. Yes. <laughs> Equally cool. Um, and, like, she would force t- citizens to, like, torture each other to death and shit. Oh, God. It was just her torture orgies. Bad. No, ma'am. Um, okay, so we talked about the fact that... Sem- oh, Semirog, as part of her torture learnings... Uh, she discovered that a circle of 13 channelers and 13 Murtral could turn a channeler to the shadow. That's from uh, Semirog. Innovation. Innovation. Never. <laughs> and she found it out and then she's like, well, I'd just rather torture them to the shadow anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Takes all the fun out of my work when you automate it. Exactly. <laughs> when you automate it. <laughs> They've just got assembly lines of dreadlords and Trollocs lined up to turn people. <laughs> she's just the foreman of a factory now. Oh my Jesus. god. I have a question, though. Yeah. Okay. So you know how in A Memory of Light, the the Dark One's kind of, like, whole point is that there can't be a world without evil. 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 
There wasn't the Reaper before. Why does taking the boar away or taking the taint away or whatever the fuck? I don't remember what Rand is going to do anymore. The boar. The boar. Yeah. He Sealing already did the, the boar. Taint. Sealing the boar. Sealing the boar. Why did he think that that was just going to take away people who are just inherently bad? It doesn't take away people that are inherently bad. Um, but it. I think the implication was that killing the Dark One would do that. Mm-hmm. Because the Dark One is the force that creates evil. But oh, okay. sealing him out, he can still kind of fill... He, through osmosis. Evil <laughs> still exists because the Dark One exists. Okay. But he just can't reach in and fuck with the world right now. You know what I mean? The Dark One can osmosis mm-hmm. him a very small amount of himself into the world. But if he's dead, he can't reach... He can't. He can't do, he can't do that. that. I think that's the decision. But more evil when there's a hole and it's like... Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> When Lanfear's just like, I'm bored. I gotta go do this. <laughs> I need attention. I'm gonna go do this. <laughs> uh, I believe the phrasing we used in the Lanfear High History episode was she drilled <laughs> she, she drilled out to the Dark One. Yeah. <laughs> you listen to the High Histories. You get caught up. It'll be good. Um, so Semirog was actually once captured by the forces of light during the War of Shadow slash War of Power, but her guards were so scared of her, like she terrified them so much because she could just, like people would bite their own wrists mm-hmm. if they found out they were going to be given to Semirog Jesus. as a prisoner. Like people were terrified of her. So the guards smuggled her out because they were so scared of her. Robert Jordan, I think that's silly. That, that's a silly writing, yeah. It's bad writing. Like, mm-hmm. how would, if she's under lock and key and captured, mm-hmm. how could you just just stop listening to her? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. It just seems sloppy. Anyway, the breaking? Yeah. So, the breaking, actually before the breaking, Semirog goes to Shai al Ghul, and while she's there getting orders, Luz there and about a hundred bitches show up <laughs> and they go, we've got a patch to put on the hole. And they put the patch on their hole. They all go fucking insane. Um, Semirog goes f- to to a nap slash episode of Not Friends for a while. <laughs> and Luz Theron and his hundred companions go off to destroy the world, causing the breaking. And Yay! The White Tower was like, we knew it. Or whatever they were. Co- they were called something different then, but... Hall of the Servants, are you thinking? Or? Mm, I feel the like Hall of the Servants, yeah, was before that. The White Tower wasn't founded until after the breaking. Uh, there's like a group of women who openly opposed. Yeah, that, that's yeah. in the Hall of Servants. Okay. It's Hall of Servants. In the I said I weren't gendered at this time. Mm-hmm. So during the breaking, what happens? She gets so, put down for a nap? She gets put down for a nap. And she naps. So about 1,350 years go by and she naps. <laughs> and then we get to the free years, which starts at the end of the Trolloc Wars. Um, and she she naps for 1,135 years. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to the new era and she naps for about... 998 years. <laughs> <laughs> Those naps really pile up, man. They really do pile up. Um, so the year New Era 998 is approximately when the events of the book start. So it's 998, 999, 1000. The boar. So 
the majority of the Forsaken wake up and escape the board during the events of the Great Hunt or earlier. There is evidence that Samirog was one of the first to escape the board. Earlier one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she likely escaped probably during the events of Eye of the World. There's been some references I've seen online to Winter Night. Mm-hmm. But this is specifically because uh, immediately upon waking up, uh, Samirog went to Sean. Sean Sean? Shandar? Shandar. Shandar's the city. Yes, Sean Sean. Is the it, continent. Yes. She went to Sean Sean. Um, and she killed. Tuan's true speaker and took her job and there's a reference later in that to it being about two years ago. Okay, it's very very confusing to me mm-hmm. how all of these Forsaken got sealed away mm-hmm. prior to or during the break, or prior to the breaking rather, mm-hmm. right? How do all of them know what's going on? I'm guessing they creeped through like the world of dreams for a while and maybe like imitating people in those cities mm-hmm. just trying to figure out what's up. Mm-hmm. Man, you have... Okay, I guess she's had 3,000 years to prepare, but it's just astounding that she can wake up from this nap and be like, let's go to this different continent that I've mm-hmm. never been to <laughs> and kill this one person and assume their identity because that's critical. But, like, remember, Samirog always works with Masana and Demandred, so they might have had a divide-and-conquer mentality after doing some mm-hmm. research. Which would explain why Demandred ended up in Shara, Dara. Mm-hmm. and Masana ends up in the White, White Tower. Tower. Interesting. Could be. Wow. That was a good plan of them, actually. <laughs> as long as it actually happened, and it's ju- not just me. <laughs> <laughs> so she killed Tuan's true speaker and convinced the Empress empress to install her as Tuan's true speaker under the name Anath Dorje. Back to two names. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting here wondering, like, did she torture the empress? <laughs> Shit. Or is she just that compelling? Like, did she just roll hmm. that well on persuasion? <laughs> I, well, I feel like she can do compulsion, you know? I feel like compulsion is very similar to to healing. That's mm-hmm. fair. I feel like she'd be adequate. That's fair. But I feel like she wouldn't want to sacrifice her morals. Wouldn't her morals say torture? <laughs> Follow up. She would have to find a way to do that while the Empress wasn't sitting on the throne. So she couldn't do it in a formal audience with the Empress. Mm-hmm. Because the Crystal Throne would shut down channeling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it shuts down channeling. I, I thought the um, crystal throne just it thrums with it's a um it's a tell it's a terangrial thank you and it makes anybody who looks upon somebody seated in it be filled with like awe and okay. power or something mm. so like the awe that's why they're all like oh, the empress but I don't think it cancels oh, out channeling shit, damn that's how I remembered it shit but because Samirog can literally like travel through things and like make herself invisible and stuff i feel like she could probably just get to the empress whatever she wanted Mm -hmm. that makes sense she can just make all of or freeze all the death watch guards and then make them forget (laughs) i think i read something in the wiki about her being really good at gateways too like she figured out how to keep gateways Mm -hmm. sitting open or something like asmodian thought she could asmodian thought she had figured out how Uh uh-huh Anyway, main book series. Which... Yeah. So this brings us into the main book series, which happens again in the year 998, 999, and 1000s. The last three years of the new era, because obviously afterwards, that is the fourth age. And if you were still listening after we warned you about spoilers, that, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Semirog travels from Shondar to the Westlands with Tuan as part of the Shanchan return, and that's the first time we see her. So she spent the last two years as Tuan's truth speaker. I completely missed that in the book somehow. So I was pretty shocked earlier when I read that. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's not fleshed out all that well to like book 10 or something. I yeah. Think. It's not until Rand's hand gets blown off. Because oh, sure. they're, th- that's when all the uh, people that went with her were like, yeah, she was the truth speaker for the Empress. We did what she wanted. Okay. Like, oh. that's enough. But you don't really necessarily make that connection back to Anoth as a character mm-hmm. on the first reread because you haven't seen her since Matt kidnapped Tuon. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes she was just around talking with Tuon. Just hanging out. But like Tuon didn't like her, so it was mostly Seleucia. Um. But yeah, speaking of that, actually, <laughs> uh, tu- Tuon gets kidnapped mm-hmm. by Matt. <laughs> She has a great time. <laughs> Semirog doesn't like that. Semirog no. doesn't like that. So in true... Sorry about that. What time was that? 32.44. Okay. Sorry, it's going to take me a second to deal with. No. I think I got this, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, she travels back to Shan Shan mm-hmm. and slaughters the entire Imperial family. Yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. she wants fucking chaos. She does. Let the Lord of Chaos rule. She's a crazy bitch. It was a pretty big goof to be like, oh, so all of Tuan's country is gone. Her entire family. It's also kind of bizarre because it feels like there's no imp. Not that there's no impact from it. You don't see the fallout of that ever. You don't see the fallout and you didn't really know any of those characters. So Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, a bunch of people we never met Mm -hmm. died. And we won't really see the direct results, you know? No. It makes more sense when you know that Robert Jordan was planning for a sequel. Yeah. That was in, like, Matt and Tuan taking back Shantan. But without that, it feels kind of like, okay. It, it's more mm-hmm. of a clerical note than a mm-hmm. really yeah. compelling part of the story. Yeah, for sure. Um, so after murdering the entire royal family, she travels back to the Westlands and finds Arsuroth, who's that dark friend... Um, Dark friend High Lord, of right? the blood. Yes. Of the blood. Um, and says, go find Tuan and murder her. And Surat says, okay. And Samirag <laughs> goes, I'll make you empress if you succeed. It really didn't take that much convincing. It was like only a paragraph, I think, in the book <laughs> of like, please do this for me and I will reward you heavenly. 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 I think it was heavenly. more of an order than a request. <laughs> it was. Uh, so after she's done that, Saroth sets about her, or excuse me, Semirog sets off about her other plans, which involves, uh, kidnapping the Dragon Reborn, because they were told they can't hurt him, but she's like, well, I have these handy dandy domination bands. (laughs) And I can cast Fireball! (laughs) Oops, I didn't mean hurt him. But she did. She blows Rand's hand clean off. Yeah, she... Not very clean, actually. She tries to be two on and... Cad Swain's hairnet goes, no, uh. <laughs> Her spidey senses tingled a little. It made it go, woof, and we saw Semirog, and she went, shit, and immediately went to a fireball. <laughs> she, yeah. she flinched when she should have scurried. She flinched when she should have scurried, man. Shadar Haran was not, not here for it. <laughs> and I believe that that was one of Min's foretellings as well, that Rand would lose L- hand. Yes, it was. Okay, imagine you have a foretelling about this guy mm-hmm. and the foretelling is 
You will fuck. Also, he will get a hand blown off. He will die. And then he will die. Okay. And you and two other ladies will dance around his... Not dance, stand. <laughs> True. But just imagine, you're that girl. And yes, you end up fucking him for the better part of like six books, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine he's like better at fingering you with the hand that you know is going to get blown off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Imagine just like, God, I got to make the most of this before it's gone and then he's dead. <laughs> How disappointing would that interim period pre-death be? You're like, damn, the good fingers got blown off. <laughs> and now you're like, there's only, well, the other thing too is, it's like, okay, he has to get his hand blow off or blown off before he dies. If he still has both his hands, then we're good. He's not going to die. It's fine. <laughs> and then he gets his hand blown off and you're like, shit, shit. The only one left is death. <laughs> <laughs> Min must be one of the worst characters in the books to be. Like, yeah. I don't think she has a good time ever. Truly. No, never, never, ever. But anyways, yeah, they, they capture Semirog and the Aes Sedai are terrified of her. <laughs> Shockingly. They, they know she's still mad at them. <laughs> they, they know. And Soralia and Cad Swain, together, cumulatively through both of their actions, figure out that they should just make her their bitch. They can't just torture anything out of Semirog. They have to humiliate yeah. her. Yeah, they need to break Semirog. Need to ruin her reputation. Yep. And if I am incorrect, they also, like, pushed her to the ground and, like, made her eat food off the floor. That she had thrown on the floor, yeah. <laughs> and spanked her a lot. <laughs> In front of people. <laughs> With a hairbrush, I think. Or a slipper. Which, like, at the same time. Oh, no, it was just Cad Swain's hand. Because she's like, might I recommend a slipper or a hairbrush? That's rather tiring on the hand. As she left. And Samurai's just like, ah. <laughs> Samurai realizing Cad Swain's about to raw dog her spanking. <laughs> Cad Swain spanked Samurai until she would eat the food off the floor. That's what it was. Yeah. I think that's also torture, though. I think Cad Swain's... Giving herself too much credit, because that is still torture. But like, I think for all Aes Sedai, they're like, it's a punishment we give to novices. It's fine. And then yeah, it's no, like... It's a war crime. Like, yeah. <laughs> Corporal punishment's not the answer. <laughs> um, but Semirog gets out! She's free! Because Shadow Haran shows up, and he's like... You were not supposed to harm the boy. She's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, no, that doesn't happen. That's Morden later is like rubbing his hand. He's like, Semirog's a fucking idiot and it's, she deserves to, to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Morden sitting there thinking, God damn it. She flinched when she should have scurried. <laughs> <laughs> rubbing his hand. <laughs> but Semirog gets out and Elsa's out there and the other eyes to die are down and Elsa's dark friend. She's like, right. <laughs> and they go get the domination band because Shadar Haran gave it to them. And she, they sneak into Rand's room and in disguise and then pew! Was a group I was not expecting yeah. for her to get out, to be yeah. honest. Follow up, the Dark One really wouldn't have stood a chance if he didn't bring out Shadar Haran. Mm -hmm. I think Robert Jordan wrote a bunch of weak Forsaken and then realized they needed to be whipped into shape by a supervisor. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> This is the team lead. The okay. team lead! That's Morden. The team lead is Morden. And then the manager is Shidar Haran. The regional manager. Yes. <laughs> Morden becoming nameless. 
I'm the assistant regional manager now, right? Assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, what's up? So Semirog obviously makes Rand choke Min, and he uses the true power to escape the band and then kill Semirog with Balefire. I saw an interesting theory about this, mm. and it's that Rand actually killed Min, but then because he bail-fired Semirog, she wasn't dead. Ooh. That's saucy. That's spicy. I know, that's a spicy meatball. But like, yay, Rand killed the woman, finally. And- <laughs> oh, no! Because now he's going to go fucking murder Grendel. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant about Min. I was like, no! No, (laughs) Semi-Rock. Well, if we're counting Min, then we should have counted Avi and Matt. That's true. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That wasn't even him. He just used the storm call shout when he shouldn't have. Yeah, he did. (laughs) That's a Skyrim reference. You're welcome. Uh, But yeah, Semi-Rock gets bail-fired. Which means that, although she will eventually be reborn, she is temporarily burnt out of the patent. And she can't get brought back by the Dark One. So, bye, bitch. Added to the list of Forsaken who were so weak they did not even make the last battle. Yeah. Yuck. Although, well, she, I, wa- I wanted Semirog to be a little cooler than she was, you know? I wanted her to be used more. I felt she was underutilized for how fucking terrifying she is. Mm-hmm. Yes. She, she got hyped up for a very long time, entered the story very briefly in minor ways, and then was killed very yeah. quickly. At least when Demandred showed up, he was fucking cool. allegedly but like (laughs) the first time he just fucking um travels in portals in whatever yeah gateways in and you're like oh my fucking god what is actually (laughs) fucking happening right now people are dying (laughs) you're like a gwen might die and then she fucking died because galwin's a dumbass I think it's pretty standard a little bit for the Wheel of Time Mm -hmm. to have a disappointing ending for specific plot lines. Yeah. Which I will include Semirog in because it's like he wove a world that was too big for the planning he had done. And Mm -hmm. that shows up in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah. And then because he decided to be a prick and make Demandred not Mazrum Taim. Yeah. He had to make adjustments partway through he hadn't planned for. Yeah. And so lots of the ending stuff just doesn't fit the way you hope it does. And it mm-hmm. feels a little shoehorned and... Oh, especially because it got finished by somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Semirag got the treatment. Semirag got the, I don't know what to do with this treatment. I yeah. Think. And that's Because she was so scary. She was so scary until she entered the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts on Semirog? Any general questions about the history and the Wheel of Time, Nosfer? Oh, I didn't have any in mind at just this moment, unfortunately. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just asking. You can say no. That's fine. It's There's late. no right answer. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. Thank you. The wrong answer is not stopping right now and smoking pot, actually. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast. <laughs> and we hope you tune in again soon. Like I said, I'm going to try and not be an update asshole. <laughs> Tune in at least once to see if I manage it. Oh, yes. What's up, Nosfo? Have we done an episode on Mogedian yet? Yes. No. no. Can we do one? Yeah. She was a banker. Ooh, that's fun. That's your free preview. <laughs> Please let us know. Any <laughs> more thoughts? You- <laughs> what, was, what was going... I'm sorry. I keep derailing this. What was going so fucking wrong in Mogedian's life as a banker that she was like... 
the shadow. <laughs> no, seriously, listen. Nobody who works in finance likes working in finance. <laughs> Every person I've ever spoken to who worked at a bank hated their life. Oh, fuck. So I kind Being of a did. banker made her go to the shadow. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, anyway. like, it's like working customer service. Nobody likes it. <laughs> Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time. And check out our Patreon for cool bonuses like our monthly D&D campaigns. If you have a second to rate and review our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, remember that the weed weaves is the weed wills. Bye. Oh!